Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Hey there and welcome. Today is another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today we have an exciting episode featuring Brian J. Greenberg. We will be talking about reputation and reviews, which is something that we all really need to focus on. Brian Greenberg has founded businesses in e-commerce marketing and financial services. He has generated over $50 million in revenue from his businesses, collected over 10,000 reviews and testimonials from customers. So obviously he does know what he's talking about. And he's been named one of the most creative people in financial services. He has been called the salesman who doesn't sell. This is especially important for physicians and healthcare professionals because we really would like to spread our message, but we don't want to come off as being salesy. So welcome to today's episode, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me, Barbara. Very happy to be here. Well, having over 10,000 reviews, that's pretty uh, impressive. Thank you. We work hard to do it. And one of the reasons why I do it is I know the more reviews I get, the easier it is for me to get more business. Absolutely. So where's the best place to get the reviews? You know, it's an interesting question. It's, it's dependent on what your business is. And I think for anyone in the medical profession, uh, a really good place is Google Business. You know, if someone does a search in Google, you want to come up, and that's one of the first things that'll display. Some of the other places is Vitals.com. I've seen RealSelf.com, Yelp.com, HealthGrades.com, and RateMDS.com. Now, these are all review sites that are third-party that you could display on your sites, and that will display in Google. So, if your customers are coming and they're looking at you as a potential doctor, they will go online from my experience, and these are the sites that typically show up. So those are the sites to focus on. Well, we all know that reviews are really very valuable because nowadays people don't even make appointments with new doctors despite referrals until they see that online they have a good reputation and they have a four- or five-star review. When do you ask for a review? You know, I think it's it's very difficult for people to ask for reviews, right? It, it, it's an uncomfortable situation, although it's something that is something you need to actually kind of push through. Now, the best time to ask for a review is pretty much when you're done with the service and the client is or the patient is is happy, right? So, in in my business, we sell life insurance policies. As soon as they get approved. And we call them and let them know you've been approved. That's when we ask for reviews. So same thing holds true for people in the medical profession. As soon as the patient is relieved or they say thank you, you can say something of the nature. You know, it, it, if you could leave a couple reviews for us online. 
They'll ask, where do you want me to, to leave it? And you can say, you know, uh, Google Business or, uh, you know, healthgrades.com and ask them to leave reviews on multiple places because, you know, it's, if they're leaving one review, copy the same comment and they'll put it on all of them. I know I do, Barbara. If, if I have a good experience with a doctor, uh, I know the value of it. So I go online and I leave them a review on every site that I could find. Well, I think that's wonderful of you. How do you suggest handling a negative review? Negative reviews are tough. Now, if you get a negative re review, you may be thinking, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Google. Or I'm going to call healthgrades.com because this isn't fair. It was misunderstood. Now, the way to get out of a negative review is essentially to lose, kind of play the victim, right? So if somebody leaves a bad review, it's best to contact them either by phone is the best or by email and right away apologize for the experience that they had. Uh, let them know that, you know, this is not how you conduct business. You know, I, in my business, if somebody has a bad experience, I'll send them a gift card. I'll send them a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Now, what you want to do is uh, let them know how much that negative review hurts you, especially for people in the medical profession. If you have bad reviews, those are the first thing people will go to look at. So the goal is to get them to take down the review. And for that, you know, look, I, I kind of play the victim and I say, look, you know, you're hurting uh, our business, kind of uh, lay a guilt on them, you know, put a, put a bad karma type of thing on them, get them to take it down. Well, and if they're unhappy with you, what's the likelihood that they would want to take it down? You know what? I think people know that, you know, businesses, the people in businesses are human, right? People make mistakes. And when someone leaves a negative review online, they want acknowledgement, right? Don't call them and argue with them, right? Don't say, oh, you said this, you said this, we did that. No, it's completely apologize and sympathize, do those two things. Don't, don't worry about proving your point. The goal is to get the negative review down. What is your feeling about a doctor just commenting after the negative review on that particular site with the apology and saying, please contact the office so that we could discuss this further and having it so that other people could see you say that? Good question. That's plan B. <laughs> first, first goal is to get it taken down, all right? If you run into a customer that won't, all right? And when you call them and apologize, ask them to take it down. Now, from my experience, if you go and look at my reviews, I've never gotten a bad review. And if I did, I got them taken down. So it works, and I'll tell you it works to get them to take it down. If they don't, the next best thing to do is to simply, like you said, go online and apologize, say, we fixed this issue, you know, so it won't happen again. We appreciate the feedback. I would just highly advise not to, you know, uh, be argumentative on the responses. Right. And but I've seen that happen before. So be very nice. And sure. that's plan B. Sure. But by the general public seeing that statement that you just said, where the issue has been fixed, and thank you for bringing it to our attention. Yeah. Uh, isn't that in itself a very positive thing for people to see? Absolutely. 
uh, you know, uh, people will go to the negative reviews first. From my personal opinion, uh, it's better to have those reviews taken down in the first place. Now, if you have too many of those, fine. If you can't get them to take it down, yes, it absolutely helps. And I think people understand that a business is going to have a couple negative reviews. So if you are nice about it, if you do apologize and you do acknowledge that the customer had a good experience, it's, it's how they feel. It's not about what happened. You could absolutely turn that into a positive. Yes. How do you leverage reviews to increase business? You know, I think a lot of medical professionals, they have websites now, right? So people look them up and, and you have to have, you know, uh, everything you may have on a medical website, you know, the services you offer, the doctors you have, contact information. What people don't do is put those positive reviews front and center. Now, on my website, and I, see, I do see a lot of medical professionals, in the footer of their website, they'll include links to all these different third-party review sites. So it makes it just so much easier for somebody to go out and, you know, they're kind of gaining references for you right off the bat. So, you know, you can put the logo of Google Business or the logo of Vitals.com, the logo of HealthGrades.com, make them visible. It's just a, a seal on the bottom of your website that links to your profile on these places. If you don't want to put it on every page of your website, I do. You can put it, you know, just have a testimonials link or a reviews link in the footer of your website that goes to a page that has a link directly to all these places. And what you find is it's the last thing people do before they choose you, right? So, you know, make sure that you take advantage of that. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Tell me, Brian, in your experience, have you seen that there is any advantage to having a video review as opposed to something written down? I, I know you want me to say yes. I don't think so. Uh, well, you know, it's not what I want. I mean, you're, you're, you're the maven. <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know what, it's best to get a review on a third-party website. So if you get a video review and put it on your website – you're you're taking your best patient forward and putting them on and it's fine okay but a third party website are what people believe to be true and there's a reason for that because you can't control it if somebody puts a review on there you can't call the that third party website and say take it down you have to go to the customer so in, in my business i do collect reviews that i control and i do that first so i'll send them an email or I'll ask them for a review and I'll send them a link to a system that I control. And it could be a third-party review system like birdeye.com and get some feedback. And I'll post those on my website. But the second they give me a five-star review, I'll email them back what they wrote on my website and say, can you also post it on these other third-party sites? So in my situation, I'll, I'll post a link to the Better Business Bureau, Google Business, Yelp, and also Facebook. And I'll say, can you please leave that same review at these other places? Now, it is advantageous to start that review process off in something you control because if someone isn't happy, <laughs> you, you won't ask them to leave reviews in those third-party websites, and you'll have a chance to fix it before it even becomes a problem. Well, that makes sense. Tell me a little bit about, more about Third Eye. Uh, Bird Eye. 
Uh, bird eye. Okay. <laughs> bird eye. Uh, it's a review software that recently came out. And it's, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's one of the top review software systems out there. There's also another one that would be very good to look at, and that's Trustpilot. Both of those systems, uh, they're not terribly expensive. You do need to be prepared to pay a couple hundred dollars a month for these systems, although they take care of it for you, you know, especially when you have their email address, let them do it for you. And, you know, I just wish they get, did a better job in, in following up and getting those reviews on the third-party websites, although I think for people just starting out with this, those are great options. Uh, go to their website, talk to a sales rep, and if you're not getting reviews currently, start. Are you familiar with the sites that spring up texts on your phone after you have had a service asking for a rating with the stars coming right up? I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I do it on my own. And both these review software uh, systems that I recommended, BirdEye and Trustpilot, they integrate that as well. They make it so easy. You know, they you can put a, what you call it, a short URL. So there's some places on the web called bit.ly.com where you can type in a link to, you know, your profile page on health grades because it's a huge URL and it looks funny on a text, right? But you can shorten it up so it says bit.ly.com slash, you know, and a short little number with some letters, and it links to that particular page. Now, there's one more thing I want to say, Barbara. You have to make it easy for people. So don't just say, leave me a, a review on healthgrades.com. It's too much work for somebody to go to that site and look you up. Give them a link directly to your profile page. And if you can, go a step further and give them a direct link to the place on your profile page that brings up the, the little pop-up window where they can enter a review. So very important. And I even do that on Google Business. So when they click my link to leave a link, uh, review on Google Business, it actually gives them that actual pop-up where they can just put a star and then a review. Simple, very quick. That makes a lot of sense. At this point, do you have any additional tips for our listeners? I think that putting a return of investment on reviews is a difficult thing. And when you get reviews, it's going to increase the amount of business you get because people are going to trust you and it's about trust. So if I get a review on my own website that I control, I value that at $100 a piece. And I, I can, I can you know, uh, roughly calculate that by the increase in business and the conversion rates. If I get a link on a third-party website, and in this case, it would be Google Business or healthgrades.com or vitals.com, I could value those at $250 each, all right? So when you see a patient and you see them one time, you know, obviously you can bill them, right? But if you get that review, $250 right there. And, and if they leave it on three different websites, you can value that at $750. And those reviews don't go away. They stay on those review sites for years and they will work for you day after day, every time someone looks at them and it'll build trust and bring you more business. And I have seen this firsthand in growing my own business. 
That certainly speaks for the value of spending one or two hundred dollars for these services to get people to automatically, without thinking about it, mm. rate you right then and there after they've come back and they've been very satisfied with your service. Yes, it, try it. Don't be afraid of spending a couple hundred dollars. Some of these higher level places could be two hundred ninety nine, three hundred ninety nine dollars. Try it. All right. I think a lot of people are, you know, think, oh, it's too expensive. Well. It's not. That return is really there. And it's much better to use one of these services than try to build something on your own. Even my manicure place does it now. So you you know that if they do that, there must be a tremendous return on investment. Amazing. And, and, you know, your audience, Barbara, the amount of of return of investment that your audience can get from having these reviews is huge. I, I imagine it's a lot bigger than most businesses that I could even uh, imagine. Doctors and lawyers maybe be the top. Brian, if people would like to reach you for more information, how would they do so? I have a personal website, brianjgreenberg.com, and I wrote a book called The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, A Marketing Guide to Making Money While You Sleep. And it's about having your website and your business working for you all the time. And I'd like to offer that book for free to all of your listeners. They can download the audio book or the PDF file. And it would be brianjgreenberg.com slash MTD. Well, that is really very generous of you, Brian. So before we leave, would you like to tell us a little bit more about that book? It, it has you know, all the different tips on how to gain reviews. Also, a little bit how to train your uh, staff. So. I'm in a sales business and, you know, one of the the mantras in the acronyms of my business is ABC, always be closing. Now I've switched that around and I preach to my, everyone on my team, ABN, always be nice. And if you just tell them that one thing, everything falls under it. If a customer comes in and they're being rude, doesn't matter, ABN, always be nice. And the best way to get five-star reviews is to offer five-star service. Well, there's no doubt about that, and everybody should definitely keep that in mind, regardless of whether you're not very happy with your encounter, just be as nice as you can be. Absolutely, always. Yes. You know, this has been a lot of fun today, Brian. I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.